Bonjour à tous, welcome to French Away Podcast. It's Jessica, but I'm on maternity leave at the moment. And in the meantime, this is your opportunity to brush up with the most popular episodes of the podcast based on the questions that you asked me uh, most frequently. As for me, I'll be back uh, with new episodes in August. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and to my newsletter if you haven't done so already, frenchaway.com.au slash subscribe, so that you won't miss uh, the upcoming episodes and the resources that I create for you. Feel free to send your questions through as always, but be aware that I may not respond as quickly as I usually do. Um, happy listening and thank you for your support. Discover the French language with Jessica. It's right here. It's right now on French Your Way Podcast. This is French Your Way Podcast 7. I'm your host, Jessica, and I would love to show you a few tricks to help you make French easier to remember. And today we are going to talk about uh, the dates, uh, the, the passing of time, and even about poetry a little bit. Quelle est la date aujourd'hui? What is the date today? Quelle est la date aujourd'hui? The beauty of podcast is that uh, there can be as many answers to this question as there are days in the year. Um, maybe it is le 30 mars. Ou le 4 avril, le 7 mai, or maybe le 1er septembre. When you give the date in French, don't forget to use le in front of the date. And we use just normal uh, quotation marks here, normal uh, numbers. We said not the the 2nd of April, but le 2 avril, not the 9th of September, but le 9 September. We only use le 1er, the 1st, for the 1st of the 1st, really, le 1er janvier, January the 1st, le 1er février, February the 1st. So, Again, le 1er janvier, and then le 2 janvier, le 3 janvier, le 4 janvier, like normal numbers. With the month, you will use en. Say in March, en mars. In November, en novembre. I have a little riddle for you. Do you know why the months of September, October, November and December are called uh, this way? September, October, November and December? It is actually because um, before the year was uh, starting in March, like with the spring, because it was the, um, the beginning of life again. And so September, October, November and December were the 7, 8, 9 and 10e mois de l'année, the 7th, 8th, 9th and 10th um, months of the year. In the same way that you use en with a month, you're going to use en with a year. So, in 1920, en 1920, in um, 2015, en 2015. Yeah, try to read the numbers fully. So, um, 1920 is actually uh, 1920. 
2015 is actually 2015. That's how we um, most commonly say the date in French. So use en with the month and the year. Do you know the names of the quatre saisons in French? Les quatre saisons, the four seasons. They are le printemps, which is the prime time. That's uh, the beginning of, that was the beginning of the year, as I explained uh, just a little bit earlier. Le printemps, spring. L'été, um, summer. L'automne, we don't pronounce the M. There's a silent M in autumn. You can check the spelling in the show notes. That's autumn or fall. Et l'hiver, it's winter. So all these uh, names of seasons are masculine. And to say in spring, in uh, autumn, in winter, in summer, we actually say en, en été, en automne, en hiver. But we say au printemps. In spring is au printemps. So why? I wondered for a long time and then... It happened that this week I was talking about that with some students and suddenly I had a light bulb moment. Yeah, because I've always been teaching, you say, en été, en automne, en hiver. But be careful, there's an exception. We say au printemps for some reason. Well, the exception, in fact, should be the rule. Um, it's logical that we use au uh, with a masculine with a masculine uh, word that means at of the spring, au printemps. And the reason why we use en été, en automne, and en hiver is just for pronunciation reason because the, um, these three seasons that are masculine in French, we wouldn't, uh, because they start with a vowel or a vowel sound, we wouldn't be able to pronounce easily au été. O autumn, that's even worse, or O hiver. So for pronunciation reason and to make it more fluid orally, we use like a feminine forms, en été, en automne, en hiver, were easier to pronounce. In fact, O printemps is not the exception, even though it's it's the only um is the only one that has the form O printemps. Talking about autumn. I would like to read you a poem that's autumn song or chanson d'automne, which is one of the best known uh, French poems. And um, it's been written by Paul Verlaine. You may know him. He's very famous. Um, and it was published in his first collection of poems, Poème Saturnia, in 1866, en 1866. So I will read the poem and um, this poem as well as the translation in English are available in the in the show notes. You can check them at frenchyourway.com.au slash podcast seven. And after reading, I will tell you a second reason why this um, this poem by Verlaine is so well known. Chanson d'automne. Les sanglots longs des violons de l'automne Blesse mon cœur d'une langueur monotone. Tout suffocant et blême, quand sonne l'heure, Je me souviens des jours anciens et je pleure. Et je m'en vais au vent mauvais Qui m'emporte de ça, de là, Pareil à la feuille morte. I hope you've enjoyed it.
this poem, or actually the first uh, six lines of this poem, are actually very well known because during the Second World War, you know, the French resistance was uh, listening to the radio and the General de Gaulle had um, uh, fled to London to, to help France from, uh, from overseas. And they were like the Allies were preparing for um, the D-Day, um, le, le débarquement de Normandie, so Operation Overlord. And um, so the, the French resistance was uh, tuned on the, um, this uh, BBC radio and there were a lot of uh, secret codes that were um, so sentences that the, the Germans uh, could hopefully not understand um, that had special meanings. And that was a way of uh, communicating some important messages during the war. And um, the first three lines of the poem, so les sanglots longs des violons de l'automne, uh, meant that the Operation Overlord was about to start. So people needed to um, get ready and wait for the final signal where everybody had to rush and uh, like um, get on board uh, the boats and um, the French resistance was supposed to sabotage um, the, um, the power lines and the railroads, etc. So there was this sentence that played for a few days, les sanglots longs des violons de l'automne, les sanglots longs des violons de l'automne, and on the 5th of June, after 11pm, the next three lines were broadcast on the radio. Bless mon cœur d'une langueur monotone. And that um, these three lines were the signal that the le débarquement de Normandie Operation Overlord was um, starting. So the poem made history, really. I've included this poem in the show notes, as I said, and also some other links for you to read more French poems about the seasons, if you like. And if this inspires you, you are more than welcome to um, write and post your own poems. Or if you'd like just to practice uh, using the different time indicators uh, I went through with you, you can post a few sentences uh, where you use them. For example, a short biography of a famous person or somebody uh, fictional. Or again, use um, just isolated uh, sentences just for practicing. For example, Bastille Day is on July the 14th. Christmas is in winter or in summer, depends where you are in the world, etc. So you can reuse uh, all that I've been um, teaching you um, during this episode. And uh, for each contribution that you post on frenchyourway.com.au slash podcast 7, I will give you a personal feedback on your French, and I really encourage you to try that. Thanks a lot, and uh, see you in the next episode of French Away Podcast.